it was three albums with a few months in between each one. You're Julian on the Brown Note and Life of Pi, which I'm belatedly seeing. I think I've got through virtually every film up for an Oscar this year. Uh, Life of Pi, based on David Maggie's novel, which has been lauded by everyone all the way up to uh, Barack Obama, uh, mainly down to its very strong religious themes in it. Um, it follows a 16-year-old Indian boy called... Piscine Molita, Molito, or Molito, I don't know how to say it now, um, who is goes through his... Sort of, it's, it reminded me at the start of Salman Rushdie's uh, Midnight's Children. He's sort of like this prodigious child who's a mathematical genius and and he um, lives in... A, a, his family owns a zoo and he actually begins this very devout association with religion, not with one religion, which I found very, very interesting, but with all of them. He took parts from all of the religions that he came across, mainly in this case uh, Christianity, Islam and um, Hinduism and he just basically was involved with all of them deeply and uh, very sincerely and from that point on he tried to find sort of meaning in the world and it's a very, very religious story, more religious than a mainstream movie I can, any other mainstream movie I can think of but it's not just about religion. Um, the story also covers how this child grows up to be resourceful. Um, he's given an unwieldy name that results in name-calling and so on. And, uh, and also his relationship with nature and the natural world around him is a very, very strong plank in this story. And it basically follows when the family are a little bit down on their luck with regards to um, the changing fortunes of the town where they have their zoo and the fact they can sell all these animals overseas and set up a new life in Canada and then they head off with uh, Noah's Ark full of all of the animals from the zoo from um, I'm not sure if it is Lahore in India or somewhere it's anyway some from wherever the film was based in India they set off on this uh, cross Atlantic, or cross Pacific, I guess, or maybe it's cross Atlantic. I guess you go which way you want to go. Um, journey to Canada, um, and on the way they encounter an enormous storm, which results in the vessel sinking. And after that, poor old Pie is left on a life raft, just uh, with a tiger for company, and that basically occupies the rest of the movie. All of that's fairly well. And the first sort of third of the film leading up to the um, flotation of Pi is following his development in the world and his um, very interesting reaction with the religions he comes across, the interesting reactions with his notion that animals have souls and that they're not just this barbaric thing and his dad conflicting with him all along well not conflicting actually being quite generous in his trying to shepherd him um, apart from one horrific sequence where the tiger that would appear later in the scene um, it comes very close to an encounter with Pi and uh, Pi's shown that this is how a tiger behaves with a goat tied up to the uh, cage that Ty had been dangling his arm liberally through and from that moment on um, they get onto this boat and the storm sequence uh, that leads to the boat sinking is one of the most breathtaking sequences I've seen in any movie this is one of the most stunning looking films I've ever seen 
Ang Lee is a director. I think he's brilliant. I think he's uh, shown very, very different films in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Brokeback Mountain. They're very, very different styles and both equally superb. I don't think this film is as good as either, but I do think it's a magnificent film, a near masterpiece. Um, it's one of the most beautiful I've ever seen, and I haven't seen it in 3D. Apparently, the 3D is the the greatest there's ever been in a cinema. Not over flashy guns and ammo flying around, but just very beautiful sequences. And some of the visuals you just stare at. Just it, It's one of those films where you... Your brain is playing tricks on you and you're thinking, am I really seeing this? Um, once he sets adrift on this boat you're after this incredible storm sequence, um, he's basically alone on the boat with a couple of the animals that have made it. His family don't seem anywhere and he uh, seems to be the only survivor by a couple of animals and, and of course, this tiger who he learns to have this uh, very interesting relationship with throughout his um, journey across the ocean and a number of amazing things happen and, and the majority of the film is him having this to and fro with the tiger where he tries to first exist in the same space with an animal that wants to kill him at any moment and then where he evolves a deeper more meaningful relationship with the animal and the whole thing ends up with him basically explain you know he survives because there's an older version of pi explaining the story uh, to a, a, a to a, a writer an unnecessary part of the film i thought was uh, was the older version of pike and the whole idea of him explaining it to this writer and there's if there's any flaws in the film i feel it didn't go far enough i can kind of understand the makers with 120 million dollars at stake having such a sort of metaphysical religious story and wanting and thinking there's no audience on earth going to want to watch this no matter how flashy it is and they were so wrong because it has just done incredible over half a billion dollars in a month um it's done incredible business and i think Anne lee could have pushed it out further and could have been some of the sequences they explain too much what's going on um, some of the religion in it is a little heavy-handed and a little Hollywoodized, which doesn't need to be because it's a very intelligent story and, and a lot of the spirituality is, is intelligently done, particularly the ending, which I thought the film kind of didn't get as right as I wanted. I, I don't think there was enough weight on what happens at the end, which is a uh, like an alternate reality. Um, I thought that bit was so important. It could have been given a little more room to breathe and they didn't need to explain it as much. It kind of was obvious and that was the most powerful point of the movie. You so, sort of sat back because he, he goads the writer, Pi goads the writer, the older one, saying, I'm going to make you believe in God. And there's sort of this payoff at the end, which they didn't need to go into so much de depth explaining, but they could have let more of the screen time too um i thoroughly recommend it it's just shy of being a masterpiece it's just tiny little bits here and there where it's a bit too hollywood uh, and um it gets away from itself and drags a tiny bit here and there but in the main it's just a mo one of the most beautiful and uh there's certain films that go before the oscars that are really there because they invoke the magic of cinema and they leave people thinking, wow, that's just beyond whatever I've seen. I think even thinking like films like Jurassic Park, which isn't in the same ballpark really as this film as far as a movie goes. 
um, but just the wonder of what is capable with entertainment and this is at the high end of that um, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 and it is one of those films that no matter what complaints I have about it the amount of times I sat back in wonder at what I was watching and what I was being asked to feel I think it definitely deserves a 9 out of 10 that's Life of Pi and 